Yeah, come on then. This episode 77 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff, obviously. Uh, how are you all doing? You all good? It is late on a Sunday. Just finished watching the World Cup final at my mum's house. France, 1-4-2, if you didn't know. I won money. Back to first goal to be an own goal. What did I have? £2 on that. Uh, 25-1. to <laughs> Money. So... That's it. I'm in a group with my friends. It's called the Addicts Group on WhatsApp, where they're just placing bets on everything and anything. And I said that I'm in the group for the World Cup only. Final whistle came, came out of the group. I'm done. I'm done with gambling with those guys. They gamble on everything. You know how hard it is to watch a game of football, and you're there concerned about how many corners there are. Did the throwing did that, that ball go out for a throwing in the 82nd minute or the 83rd minute? Because I've got money on it going out in the 82nd minute. It is mad. You learn how many shots, or how few shots actually go on target in a football match as well. Even though I've watched football all my life, um, you realise how how many chances aren't actually shots on target. You know, like a shot that's being pushed wide, blocked by a defender, hit over. All those kind of things. They're not shots on target, but they seem like a clear shot. You know, ball fizzing across the front of the goal. Striker just can't get his toe on it. Again, not a shot on target. Didn't even touch it. But you watch all these things. It all gets stored in your head as chances. But not all chances are shots on target, people. So if you want to place those bets, um, you know, have a little think. Have a little think. But gambling is for losers. Uh, You're more likely to be a loser gambling. So don't do it, kids. Stay gamble free if you can. And um. But it's, it's, this World Cup has been awesome. You know, shout out to Russia. I was one of the sceptics. You know, so there's been like no hooligan activity. Russian police aren't ramping. Gary and the boys know it's, it's, it's not worth it. You don't want to be fighting Slobodan and Sergei. And all those. I don't think Slobodan's actually a Russian name. Sergei is though. You don't want to be fighting Sergei and Ivan. Guys who MMA trading from like six years old. You don't want that. Don't want that, man. But I couldn't believe I had to go up to my mum's house to watch um, watch football. Wasn't even a plan. Um, because what problem is when I'm with someone, I don't look at my phone a lot. So I was with my girlfriend from what about one? But what? No, even a bit later than that. But I just didn't have my phone on me before. Met her at one. So we was in um, we was in Brent Cross shopping today. And then I just looked at my phone, uh, just to check what the time was. Um, or whatever, I don't know what I was checking for. It doesn't matter what I was checking for. Anyway, and I see, got a missed call from my sister. Voicemail, text message saying, call me back. Another text message saying, today. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then she said another message, oh, London lot are coming up to Harlow. So we've got to surprise mum with a barbecue. I was like, eh? And it's my mum's birthday, like, last week or the week before. So I was like, ah, oh, shit. I can't not go to my own mum's barbecue. So, yeah, I had to just uh, get up there as quick as I could. And I got got into my mum's house at 3.59, just before it started. So, you know, it weren't too bad. And as you have seen on my Instagram, typical black barbecue, got there at 4 o'clock. No joke about the barbecues. Um, there's no food. There wasn't any food. Was the barbecue on? No. There wasn't even a barbecue there. 
my uncle and cousin are coming with the barbecue. <laughs> They're building the barbecue during the game. Uh, I, I ate my first bit of barbecue food at, I think, 8.30. About 9 o'clock, 8.30, 9 o'clock. But do what? The food is banging. My cousin can cook. Proper good cook, man. He's awesome. So shout out to him. Um, yeah. And it's just funny. We get like my mum's siblings. There, she has five siblings. Four of them are there. And it's just hilarious when they're together. Imagine all these Jamaicans in their fifties and sixties, and you leave them to talk for more than thirty minutes together. Ghosts. Someone will end up talking about ghosts. And they were, even when, when they were talking about ghosts for a good 10 minutes, then one of them said, how did we get here? How do we always get here talking about ghosts? Don't worry, Jamaicans, especially like the most religious ones. I think it's because they're so religious. They're just obsessed with death. Death and the afterlife. Ghosts. Dopey. Ghost. So that's what they're concerned about. The funerals. Love death. Love talking about death, man. Get them together. Trust me. If any of you got Jamaican uh, elders in your family, just 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 sit there, observe a conversation with them. Ten minutes tops. Death or ghost will come up every single time. But um, I don't know how to cope with this World Cup finishing, man. Just the excitement of football every other day or every single day. And the support from the England team was, was just fantastic. It was such a good vibe in the country. I'm not sure what the country going to go to now. Now the World Cup's done. Got Love Island left. Wimbledon just happened. They just need to start that again because no one watched Wimbledon. Okay, that was just poorly timed. They should, you know, like how they delayed the news for football. That's what they should have done for Wimbledon. <laughs> this is gone. Look, guys, uh, I know we've been planning this for a while and we do this every year but this one does happen in august now i know i know i know i know you had like a holiday booked but you're gonna have to cancel that yeah what strawberries on this season the pims what the pi- look listen listen tarquin um i don't i don't give a shit the world cup is on and no one's gonna watch us okay nobody so let's just delay wimbledon hmm? let's do that that's what they should have done I mean, I saw a part of the women's final, Serena, um, which is just mad, isn't it, coming back from pregnancy, having a kid. Apparently, it was like quite a traumatic pregnancy as well, a traumatic birth, and she's there, final. She's, she's granted, she didn't win, so I'm not going to big her up too much, right? Yeah, you might have like 20-odd grand slabs, I get it, but you didn't win. <laughs> but no, you could it would have been good if she did win, but she's won enough and she'll win some more. Pretty sure before the end of twenty seventeen she would have won the trophy. Cause that's just what she does. It's what she does. But yeah, the World Cup man's gonna be done. Jim I, I got caught up in the wave, got caught up in the wave of the, the bandwagon. And I was back in I was back in England. And um, you know, the excitement I had on my way to the game on Wednesday to play Croatia. I thought England can do this, you know, they could. So final art, oh, I should say, I was on the train there, right? So I was on the DLR, 
packed. Trey jolts. This woman headbutts another woman clean in the face. Because <laughs> the train jolts so violently. So the one who's been headbutted in the face, she's like, this was stuck in London. That's got that passiveness. If you're not literally super aggressive, then you're just like, you're really passive aggressive. She's like, um, you just headbutted me in the face? And the woman accepts, the woman headbutted her, except with no personal responsibility. She's like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know I did, but that's because this guy's got his bag and that hit me to hit you in the face. And, and do you know what the woman did who got headbutted in the face? She didn't press that woman to be like, yeah, but you still headbutted me. She just went, no, 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 I know, I know. So she said to the guy, excuse me, excuse me. He's like, yep. Now, we've got to understand this dude. He was there just eating this wrap, this like Tesco wrap, just chewing. Just turns around slowly. He's like, yep. She said, um, you better take your rucksack off your bag. Um, because it just hit her in the face. And he's like, nah, mate. She said, no, but your bag just hit her in the face. And just head by She just hit me in the face. He's like, all right. I'll apologize to her then. Here's the genius of it. He didn't apologise. <laughs> he just carried on chewing. Absolutely. He just carried on chewing. Do, do you know why? I know why. He was with his girlfriend. I'm not sure how his girlfriend reacted to this because she couldn't have been proud of what she was witnessing. But I, I could tell he was at the stage where he's like, you're not fit enough for me to try and impress you and I'm here with my girlfriend. So I don't want to, there's going to be just no gentlemanly conduct from me. At all in this situation. And his girlfriend seemed pretty unfazed by it. This couple's etiquette in public is hilarious. Yesterday on the train. Um, watching the third and fourth place playoff. Coming back. And I just saw this couple, right? It was so funny. Um, I know race doesn't matter, but it does. It actually does. Right, so this young, young couple. Um, both look of like African descent. I'm going to say West African. Guy looks about, he knows one of those ones, but he can't tell his age. He's young and old at the same time. So he could have been anywhere between like 22 and like 35. But she looked young. And the dynamic didn't feel creepy. So I'm guessing he's just one of those old young dudes. And she was hammered. Absolutely hammered, just like laying across um, his lap. So both both young black, uh, young black couple. And in my head, like, it's hilarious. I'm, I'm black. I'm from Essex. So I know what it's like to be a black person in the habit. But I'm like, that's me. <laughs> I do that. Other people don't do that. And um, she was hammered. He was composed. He was, like, fully together. And when I got on the train, I just hear this shouting. Just, you know, just, just loud, sh- drunken shrieking. And my brain goes, I'm looking at noise coming out of her mouth but my brain's going but she's black the cheap she is not her that's that drunk <laughs> but it was her right hammered and she and he's just like going look babe calm down okay you're, you're drunk just calm down we'll be home soon don't embarrass us that's i can hear him saying don't embarrass us he looked up and he made eye contact with me and I just looked away. 
I'm just I'm not in this with you. And then uh, she's just like, oh, like uh, you can you can have a wee at my house when we get there. And he's just like, calm down. She's just shouting it down the carriage. You can have a wee at my house. He's like, calm down, all right? Just calm, just relax. And she's like, oh. He's just there trying to like push her head down. I think he just wants her to be asleep because her awake is just too much. And then she goes, just piss in the can, in it. Look, just take this can. And he, the train pulled up. I'm not even sure if it was their stop or not. He was like, get off me. He stood up, bolt right, bolt upright, walks off the train. She's holding on to him now. And he's just like, she's trying to drag him back, but she doesn't really know what's going on. And she's like, no, come back. And he's like, no, get off me, man. Get off me. He's vexed. So all everyone on the carriage is now like looking, looking at them on the platform. She is so trashed. If he just sits her down on the on the bench on the platform, I just walks off. The train's pulling off. We can just see her sat there, and we're just like, I was like, bro, come on now. Like she's a mess, but that's your mess. <laughs> like you can't just leave her there. That's like lit. That's fly tipping. You fly tipped your girlfriend. Go up and pick her up before you get fined five hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man I don't know I don't know man but no relationships are funny don't really divulge too much about my relationship but me and my me and my girlfriend we we had a falling out this week not a big one and we're all good now basically what happened was she was right about something and um, that's kind of what happened <laughs> basically she was adamant that uh, someone that I don't really know, know, but someone like, like an associate of mine fancies me. I'm like, I don't think so. I haven't even met the person that many times. I don't really know them. Based on the comment they made on one of my um, Instagram posts. And I was like, what? Like, I don't really see how uh, how that implies they fancy me. Whatever. Yeah, and then weeks have passed. And then this person comments again on a different post in a different way. Which basically just put a nail in the coffee to say she fancies you. Now, that's totally fine. That's 100% fine, right? If I just, when she first said she fancies you, I went, oh, I don't know, maybe. But instead, I went, nah, I don't think so. I basically caped for her way too hard. And I generally don't know this girl. And I generally didn't think she would fancy me. And <laughs> So because I backed her, when this second thing happened, she's like, See, why did you back her so much the first time? I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I, I just generally didn't think she fancied me. But now I look like I'm, I'm defending this bloody girl who commented on my pictures. And I, was like, I don't even know her like that. So it was just an absolute headache. So guys, in the future, if your girlfriend suspects another woman fancies you, just go, do you know what? You're probably right. Just, just say that. Do you know what? You're probably right. Even if the girl is like your best mate or the girl's just some random. Fuck it. If the girl's your sister, if the girl's your mum. <laughs> why is she comment on your pitch like that? Do you know what? I don't know. Why do you think? Because she fancies you, isn't it? Yeah, probably. My mum probably fancies me. That's, that is what it is. But obviously this woman wasn't my mum. And my girlfriend was right. So it was fine. I just had to just swallow it and just be like, yeah, fine. Yeah, you're right. He's right. But it's all good. It's all good, man. But um, what else has happened in in this world today, man? Actually, no, still talking about 
girlfriends out ourselves out in Brent Cross we're going shopping for holiday we're going to Costa Rica I don't, I don't know what Costa Rica's famous for I think coffee they're going to some Costa Rican coffee beans mmm this tastes real Costa Rican real Kenyan real Colombian mmm strong brew mmm great blend blend I don't know much about coffee but I guess I'll be drinking some Costa Rican coffee not this time next week. This time next week, I'll be thinking I should be going to bed. So not not long, just over eight days until I'm in Costa Rica. That will be great, all inclusive. Me and the lady, exclusive beach. Come on, that's what I'm gonna be doing. And she forced me to buy some new flipped flip flops or sandals. I don't even need new sliders, right? But because she actually hates my sliders so much she said get some different ones i don't even know i got these sliders just to wear you know in the shower in the gym and stuff and she fucking hates them with a passion so obviously i bought new sliders because you know i'm kind of in the mode of my girlfriend's probably right so i bought new sliders however <laughs> i will be bringing these ones along and I will just pretend that I didn't bring the ones that we bought together today. <laughs> Why? Because I like winding my girlfriend up. It's fun. It's fun for me. You know, you can't just make your woman happy all the time, right? Come on now. There's a fun in that. They won't appreciate the good times if you don't piss them off a bit. <laughs> but, um, not now. It's going to be good. Looking forward to it. But, um, wait, what's, what else happened in the world, man? No, I've seen, I think I was saying, but what's going what, what's to happen now the World Cup's done? We start looking at politics again, don't we? We start pretending we care. So that David Davis quit as Brexit secretary. Boris Johnson quit as foreign secretary. Do you know what? Them two were proper bang on Brexit. Do you know what that reminds me of? You know, when, you, when we're trying to organise a group holiday, right? You've got a few guys who insist we need to go here. This is the location, this is hotel, and we need to be flying out on these dates. And it's kind of mad inconvenient for everyone else to do it. But do you know what? They really want this. They're pushing for it. So, right, fine, let's do it. And then when it comes to actually booking a holiday, they're like, ah, oh, do you know what, guys? I'm not coming, you know. It's like, what? You're not coming. We're here because of you. That's, that's, that's what Theresa May is. Theresa May is one of just the normal party goers, normal holiday goers. She was a Remainer. But, you know, because the, because the boys wanted to leave, it's like, fine, I'll join the leave thing. Let's do this Brexit thing. And then they just fucked off. She just was like, what, really? I didn't even want to be here. What Now I've got to deal with this on my own. Now you're not taking the piss. I would not be giving them their deposits back. <laughs> Uh no, nah, they they proper taking the mick. And then you know got Donald Trump over here as well. I haven't really followed that too much. I saw the protests, saw the the baby blimp thing. Yeah, well it's just don't know. They shan't call don't call it a blimp. It was a balloon. It was a big balloon. And um see some people online say, Ah, oh, you're protesting this but people in Grenfell still haven't got somewhere to live. I saw other people saying, Ah, oh, I see you I'm clocking you out for this Let's see, let's see if you're out for this thing. And it's like, do you want guys? Just let people protest what they want, all right? 
Like, I don't care that Trump's here. I, I don't. I always don't want to protest that. But if someone wants to protest it, fine. Fine, you do that. You protest. But what makes me laugh is that at the end of a protest. I saw this at the Women's March. And I saw it. Um, I saw a glimpse of it as well with the Trump um, rally. Or protest. It's, it's how a protest ends. It's really funny. I don't know how. I haven't thought of a proper metaphor to describe it. But really is a lights up at the nightclub you've stayed too late kind of vibe when the protest ends because you're there full of beats placard screaming shouting calling donald trump all kind of names and then it gets to about mm, six o'clock and he said like, i've got i've got somewhere else to be you know i've got, I've got to meet my mates for some drinks and then like the placard just slowly gets lowered and just kind of just placed in a corner next to a bin you know oh, the t-shirt kind of comes off and they're like, um, I mean, this is a £3 t-shirt. I got this off eBay. That's gets kind of thrown on the placard. Then they kind of just walk off, just empty out of the party, into the local kebab shop, party done. Let's go, oh boys. Good protesting. Good night. Reminisced. Memories were made. <laughs> it's like, it's hard to protest strong for, uh, for that long. But, um, what about those kids in the cave? I was talking about those, right? Oh, the kids in the cave. What makes you laugh how that's been reported? Is that the 12 boys are saved. 12 boys are saved. So what What about the coach? Is that, nah, that's his fault they're down there. Fuck him. <laughs> it's like, we're not reporting on this guy. But to be fair, there's no reason for a football team to be in a cave. Like six miles in to a cave. Like what? There's no, there's no football training. There's no situation on the pitch. That is like being in a cave. So I don't know what kind of coaching method this was. Um, you know, I just hope my brain went really dark though. I was like, I just hope he didn't molest any of the boys because you know, if that's how if that's how he's wired, then he thought oh, we're all gonna die in here. So let me just get my fill, and then they all survive. And he said, like, all right, guys. So what happened in the cave? Let's not talk about that. Now we're back out. Hmm? Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah. Let's focus on the game next week. Is everyone here next week for the game? Yeah. All right. Again, what happened in the cave, boys? Stays in the cave. All right, then. Now, you, mate, you're not in the team, though. No, I'm kicking you out of the team. Um, but it's good. It's good that they're saved. Definitely going to be a Hollywood film. I can imagine directors and producers and writers were there at the entrance of the cave. As soon as they came out, like, hi guys, what's your name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? Okay, I think we could make a character about him. But the thing is, um, there's not enough diversity in this cast. I mean, I know it's Thailand and it's 12 Thai boys, but I think what we need is maybe the black character. Um, I think we're going to make the coach white. He needs to be white. Brad Pitt, he's the coach. Yes, yes, I can see it now. Yeah. Okay, um, are any of the boys gay? No. Okay, we need one of them to be gay. No, not gay. What? Trans? Trans. Okay, it's transitioning. What, from a woman, from from a girl to a guy? Or a guy to a girl? Do not. Fuck it. He's doing both. Yes, he's doing both. He's intersex, transitioning into another intersex from guy to girl to girl to guy. That is brilliant. Well done, Keith. Any more ideas, Keith? Any more ideas? Have you got any more ideas, Keith? Um, maybe one of the, maybe one of the boys could be in a wheelchair. Yes, 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 yes. Love it, love it, love it. Football team, guy in a wheelchair. How about they're all in a wheelchair? Wheelchair football team, 
in a cave. Brad Pitt, coach, yes, yes, yes. Blockbuster, Oscar, on its way. Thank you. Ha ha ha. Proved you wrong, father. Knew I made the right decision doing going to film school. Yes. That is what I envisioned was happening outside in the cave. <laughs> but, oh. And I don't know. I don't know. But, hey, here's nothing. I was um, reading, you know, you know I said about crazy feminism and um, this one, those ones that brought out the guys that says feminists are crazy. I I don't find them particularly crazy for this exactly. Um, is I was reading in, you know, Define Establishment, um, The Sun, five days ago, is wolf whistling illegal in the UK? Is it a hate crime? And what is the law on catcalling? There are calls to treat wolf whistling as a hate crime, equating it to racist abuse. Okay, there, you lost me. You lost me straight away there. Um, wolf whistling. So, you know, the guy just whistling. I can't whistle. You know, that high-pitched, shrill whistle is not the same as, you know, calling an African person the N-word or an Asian person the P-word. It's, it's just not the same. I mean, it's not great being wolf whistled, and I can see how it might be intimidating for a woman. You know, if she has to walk through a group of guys and they're all like shouting sexual stuff at her. Yes, I can see how that is horrid, and that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be legal. That shouldn't be fine. Okay, that's not cool, because you know, just approach a woman normally from the front, approach from the front, and introduce yourself, say your name, don't touch her, and if she says she's not interested, let her go. Don't call her a fat bitch and say you weren't interested anyway, because that's a lie. You clearly was. Alright, just let her walk off. Let her get on with her day. Fine. You shot your shot. You missed. But, you know, it sounds to be shouting at women and stuff. Yeah, I've done it. Yes, I've been drunk and I've done it. And, you know, when I take a step back from it, like, granted, the woman reacted well to it, but what if she didn't? Each time I've done it, I know maybe I have enough charisma and charm to do it in a way that makes a girl laugh and actually talk to me after. But what if, what if I don't? What if there's a woman that really didn't like that, didn't appreciate it? Shit, it's a shit move. So, guys, just don't do it. But let me read this article. Wolf whistling is, fam- is a familiar annoyance to most women, but there are calls to outlaw it as a hate crime. See, it's too far, it's not a hate crime. And what are the current laws around catcalling? Could it be made illegal? Here's what you should know. Is wolf whistling illegal in the UK? Wolf whistling is when... Well, not wolf whistling. Is, wolf whistling is, is when a person, normally a man, whistles at someone to express sexual attraction. The typical image in our minds is of a woman walking past a building site to a chorus of whistles from workers. Many find the practice, at the very least, annoying, at worst, abusive. It is not illegal in the UK. So, guys, you just carry on wolf whistling. Carry on wolf whistling, you won't get nicked. You might get punched in the face, you might get a little slap, but you won't get nicked. However, I do know a lot of building sites um, have it as a disciplinary thing, though. If they catch their uh, catch the workers on site doing it, they will get disciplined. I know that. Uh, should wolf whistling be made a hate crime? There are calls to outlaw wolf whistling as a hate crime, equating it to racist abuse. In March 2018, Labour MP Melanie On called for cat calling and wolf whistling to be classed as hate crimes with a debate in the House of Commons. Uh, she claimed an overhaul of the law would help cut anti-woman crimes, including upskirting and online trolling. 
I don't think stopping guys from whistling would stop another guy from taking the picture up a woman's skirt. If the guy's that way inclined, I don't think the law is really stopping him. You know? Now, she demanded that harassment on public transport should be formally logged so women can have great confidence that their concerns will be taken seriously. That's totally fine. I totally agree with that. The campaign stepped up in May when French politicians debated the law to issue catcallers with on-the-spot fines of up to £656. <sighs> that would deter me from shouting anything at a woman. <laughs> Catcalling is not illegal in the UK, but police forces vary their approach. Um, yeah, because again, some guys get proper, proper like uh, they they go too far of it. But what I want to know is right. So wolf whistling, catcalling. Why are they all named after animals? You know, I'm not dog barking, just barking at a woman that walks past. <laughs> Just proper barking at her. Howling. <laughs> Dragging your nuts on the floor. Um, you know, bull charging. Get your horns up. Just run at her. Like an antelope. I don't know what, uh, what's the noise? What's, what's it called, the noise that pigeons make? You know, Ooh, that noise. Ooh. That thing. You know? What if you acted like a pigeon? How about that? Wonder if that would be classed as a hate crime, acting as a pigeon. Let me have a look at pigeon pigeon courtship behaviours. Here you go, there's five stages to it. No, six stages. Oh, this is crazy. Pigeons like humans. Check this. Pigeon courtship stages, courtship behaviours, bowing. Matt, the male puffs out his neck feathers, he lowers his head and bows several times as he circles a female. See, that's in the club. You know, you're walking back straight, chest out, tensing your arms to drink your pint so she can see the biceps, see the work in the gym. And you just keep on trying to make eye contact with her. That's the bowing stage. Then tail dragging. So the male spends his t- spreads his tail and runs after the female, dragging his tail on the ground. Now you're at the bar, you're waving some cash in your hand right next to the girl and you're looking at her. Just like, Wait. Look, I've got money. I've got money. You might even do the stupid dance as well. Just get her attention again. Like, yeah, I'm in the mood. I've got rhythm. Driving, next stage. The male runs close behind the female to move her away from other males. There you go. This is where you now get to her and you start talking. You might put your arm on her shoulder. Put your arm around her. Just let other guys know I'm talking to her now. Don't bother approach her. She's with me now. Then billing. Billing. The female puts her bill beak inside the male's bill. Then the two birds move together in rhythm. So they're just, they're just snogging. They're just pulling. Tashing on. Necking off. Bobbing their heads up and down. Billing happens just before mating. Yeah, it does. Mating. is the next stage. The female bends down and the male climbs on top of her. He will flap his wings to keep his balance. The male stays on the female for a few seconds. Yeah, you know, you've got her now. You'd have to impress her. You notice that? No, no animal tries to have sex for a long time. They just ejaculate. Let's reproduce. Get on with it. Only humans do the sexual pleasure thing. Don't know. Dolphins as well. Chimps. Maybe pigs. I don't know. But yeah, again, that's the same human. Then at the last bit, display flight. 
After mating, the male flies up and claps his wings together over his back. This makes a clapping sound. So he's literally just walking out doing that Iceland clap. They just nailed the girl. <laughs> it just, that's the WhatsApp message to all the guys. How did your night end last night? Do you give it that pigeon? Yeah, boys. Clap your wings. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. Pigeons are like humans when it comes to pulling. That is mad. That is mad. Wait, how long have I done on this, um, on here so far? 32 minutes, jeez. Just got rabbit in. Um, do I do a dear Deirdre? Do I do one? Oh, I guess I'll do one because getting people's attention spans is, I've taken a lot of your time here. And I want to get this out today, so... Um, there you go, right, let's just start with that one, brilliant, um, here we go, dear Deirdre, sex is great with my mate's missus, but I know what I'm doing is wrong, yeah, dear Deirdre, somebody's blurted out to my mate, I had been having sex with his wife, my cover's blown and I don't know how to handle it, I don't see what the problem is now, it's all out. My friend and I deliver furniture. I'm 32 and he's 35. We've been friends for three years. He's a born warrior. Not warrior, warrior. He was obsessed with the idea his wife would cheat. And he turned into a control freak. Telling her who she could see and checking up on her when when we're out in the truck. She's 34 and I saw her <laughs> I saw her one night in a club. She was standing at the bar and a friend with her friend and looked upset. I went over to see if, if she was okay, as she said she'd had a row with her mate. A friend wanted to stay out, but she needed to get home, as her husband expected her back by 1am. She was too nervous to get a taxi by herself. I was ready to leave anyway, so I offered to take her home. When we were in the car, she poured it all out. What, the breasts? Poured the breasts all out of the blouse. And then when we were in the car, she poured it all out and said she couldn't hack living with him any longer. I stopped the car and put my arm around her. She kissed me. It caught me off guard, but the kiss was lovely and my dick was hard. I, I added that last bit. Uh, I dropped her off 15 minutes later. Pigeon, just have sex for a couple of minutes and just do the clap of your wings over your back. Psh, psh. Anyway, I dropped her off 15 minutes late. Dropped her off 15 minutes late. Shit, my mate was waiting up for her. They had an almighty row. She asked him to leave. She called me the next night and I went round to see her. Her kids were asleep. I kissed her again. And we ended up having sex. Oh yeah. You know like when you you know when you like lived at home? Yeah, that that quiet sex. Quiet beat. Just no, don't move, don't move. Why? That bed spring really creaks. It won't creak that much. No, it will. It will. Just don't. Please don't. Don't, please don't roll. Don't, don't roll. <laughs> Where does that spring come from? Spring sounds like something from a car too. It's like... That probably echoes within the mattress. Bloody parents shouts. You alright? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I remember one time when I was younger. Now I won't tell that story on the podcast. <laughs> Nah, well, once I was younger, I had a girl in my room, and um, for whatever reason, I had a box. I used to put my change in a night box, a night trainer box. I just keep all my change in there. 
and I'd snuck this girl in and um, stupidly rather than putting this night box on the floor had it on my bedside table yes you guessed it I kicked the box off the side <laughs> oh dear my mum shouted up she's like you alright what's going on me like a dickhead didn't, instead of just answering go yeah yeah I'm fine stayed silent just pad it just oh shit 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 Shit, 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 shit. Ah, uh, dear. And um, let me tell you, it didn't end well. <laughs> uh, one of those ones you have to like try to not look your mum in the eye the next morning. It's like, uh, yeah, about last night, let's, I don't want to talk about it. So let's agree that we just won't talk about it. She didn't agree. We had to talk about it. Anyway. Um, so we end up having, we, end, we kissed again and we end up having sex. I've been seeing her whenever I can, but I feel awkward about it. She tells me that my mate turns up to collect the kids on a Friday night and he cries because he misses them so much. I'm divorced and have children who go to the same school as his. Oh, mate, this is so much mess. He picked them up last Friday. Apparently, one of the busybody mums told him his missus has been seeing me. That mum wants to bang your mate. But he's going to be so upset about you banging his missus. He's going to miss that opportunity to bang that mum. Why is that mum's fit? Obviously one of those mums that just smells of baby sick. Anyway, my story to him was that, I, that I'm freelancing, putting in the kitchen for someone down his road. I got away with it that time, but it won't work again. And I'm going to have to, have to make choices. He's been a good mate and I like him, but the sex is great with his missus and I don't want to give her up. Here's what you do, mate. Next time you're about to have sex with her, yeah? Next time you've got one of your sordid dates, have a wank. Have a wank before you go. And if you still want to go, if you're angry that you've now, you know, depleted yourself, then you, do what, you probably like her. You probably like her. But if you, but if after that wank you just turn over and you go, Hey babe, uh, something's came up, not tonight. Then that's where you just leave it. Leave it for good, okay? Just leave it for good. So um, I think that's the end of the podcast because I've been chatting for 38 minutes. So yes, I'll leave it at that. Uh, what else I've got to say? I'm not sure when the what BBC Heat thing coming out this week. I'm not sure if it is. If it is, I'll post online that it's coming out this week. But well, nothing else to promote, really. I'm just going to wind down mode until I get to Costa Rica. So I'll have one more podcast here. Um, and I'll be performing in Victoria Park that day, on that Sunday. And then the next podcast will be recorded in Costa Rica. So, hey, have that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. With a nice blend of Costa Rican coffee beans anyway um i've been griff share like tweet retweet subscribe comment all of that and yeah and feedback inbox me text me tweet me whatever i don't care right peace